Hello, hello, hello. This is the long-awaited Bent Podcast. Well, we're doing things a bit differently this time because... Okay, before I was crudely interrupted, we're doing things a bit different this time. So, added to... The nine months, I think it's the 23rd of April since we did last did something. It's May, wasn't it? Not April. April, There's been little things in the works, like making a studio. We wasn't going to do it at my house, but we didn't, um, because the space is a bit too small. But we might have something in the works, having like an area to actually film. Local church. We'll see. Um, so I thought, mainly, I, I do miss talking to some of my closest friends, let's oh, say, Thank you. talking about football. So I thought, you know what? Let's just do an audio podcast and just whack it on Spotify, maybe whack it on Facebook, and just see how it goes. I mean, I mean, especially as the case now, since lockdown's now ended, and more, more or less, well, yeah, COVID's kind of coming to its end. We, me and Ethan in particular, so we're, we're quite busy now, aren't we? Yep. Kingy, I don't know about you, you, you just seem to exist, don't you? Yeah, you, I just, you, you <laughs> just, just walk around in the unknown. Right? You just, just potter around, don't you? You just do around, things, yeah. 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 But yeah, I, I, I'm happy to say, <laughs> we are back. Even though there are some other podcasts that have popped up on YouTube stealing our name. I hope you've heard about this. Yeah, some, YouTube, some Americans like talking about, not even talking about football. Or so- soccer or American yeah. football. You so know? taking like, our name, yeah. but you know what? We've got more subscribers on YouTube, so um, falls on them. We will go back to YouTube at some point. Yeah, I just need to figure out how we're going to do it. So, June. as I haven't really said, Right in front of me because we're in the same room for the first time in probably nearly two years. You're the beginnings of the podcast, yeah. yeah back then, so in front of me, you've got Georgie B. Say hello, hello everyone, welcome back. I'm glad to be back. I'm glad you were here to listen to this amazing podcast. And yeah, and then to my to my left, we got a slightly tired Alex King. I'm not tired, nothing wrong with me. Hello, everyone. Okay, good to be back. yeah, good to be back. I'm glad to be back. Okay, so. Lads, nine months. A lot's happened. A lot's happened in the world of football. We've had the Euros. We've had the co- completion of Manchester United. We've yes, had some. Get in. We've the had ro- s- the rise of Liverpool once more. We're fighting out on all fronts this season. Last, last it, apart, apart from the Premier League. Yeah, so we've got Man United. City dominating football. We've had some. Newcastle being bought out by Yes. Said, especially with our most popular podcast back in the day. They actually did get bought out by Saudi Arabian owners, which yeah. isn't great. I spent hundred million in the Johnny transfer window. And a lot of it was spent on Chris Wood. Wood, yes. Great, great, great signing. Uh, but you know what? No, but Chris Wood yeah, but yeah, there is him as well. You know what? Minimum scored. Yeah, by the way, Brandon's here, I don't know if yes. he actually picked that up um yeah, Brandon's in the room. and He's, he's reporting on Liverpool. Yeah, game. reporting on Liverpool Thank game. You, but by the time this comes out, you lot will know what the score is. So, yeah, Liverpool are 2-0 up, up. So, actually, you know what? I'm, I'm going to go a bit off, off topic here. Okay. What do you think about Newcastle? In terms of what? Like, like the way... 
we don't want to go into the whole politics side of it because I know you're you've got some views. We might have to talk about that on a different on a yeah on the day yeah. But like, um, what do you think about their January transfer window? Because I think they've done a lot by um, like spending like just spending a hundred million. I read up somewhere apparently um, the whole of the Mike Ashley like of January transfer windows he spent up to ninety million, mm. but this January transfer window they've they've already spent ninety million. Exactly. It's like it's that mental how much they've spent in this window. It's more than that. that no, it, no, it's, 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 yeah. okay. So what it was? So they've bought. If they bought, then they bought. Kieran Trippier. Um, January transfer. Chris Wallace. Getting it up. So we talk about um, those two to start off with. So I, Kim Trip is a really good signing. I think. I mean, like I know United have been linked with him in the past, and a few of the bigger teams. But he's he's a very well experienced right back. Obviously, for he's been at Atletico Madrid. He's what he won La Liga with them last season, and it's. I think to add to their defensive because Newcastle's defense before they got bought out, obviously it's, it's been very poor. I mean, you've got like what Kieran Clark. Jamal Lascelles is okay. Uh, Paul Dummett's still there. I mean, I'm, yeah. he, he's not been. He's pretty bang average. But then you've got a player like Kieran Trippier, who's been in, who's who's been to say World Cup semi-finals. He's Euros been finals. Euros finals, league winner with um, Atletico Madrid, etc. It's it's a good bit of experience to add to your team, really. And I think he's very versatile as well. Um, he is, he's, yeah. played, he's played left back under Southgate for England as well. So. Mm-hmm. Even if they do, maybe did they get a left back in the end? They did. They got a Matt Target on loan from Villa. So yeah, which is, Ma- it's, it's more of a cover signing, but like I think he'll play because like, yeah. Matt Target will play. There's yeah, a lot of competition. He's there, actually a good. Um, he's a good left back. He's, he's alright. Yeah, I, I don't think he's Villa quality because obviously they got Dean there. But um, that's well, that's what Villa got rid of him. Matt Target. Know. I think you know Newcastle got those signings. They they got new fullbacks. I mean, still sense defensively, you probably said it's a bit weak. But the team that they've got now, they should hopefully have enough to stay up. Well, they signed Bruno Gimarish from um, Leon, and he's he's quite he's quite highly rated in in like French football, and he seems to have. It, it's a good signing to build like to build around basically because of the qualities that he has. I mean, I, I don't know a lot about him really. I've not done too much research into him, from, but what from from what I've gathered, he seems to be quite a promising player. Mm-hmm, yeah. And obviously, then you've got Chris Wood who. I don't really. I, I, it's a bit of a weird one, but I think he's a, he's a solid Premier League striker who who scored a lot for Burnley when so, he was at Burnley. But it's so when it comes to about um, the whole Chris Woods, I I think it's semi smart, if you know what I mean, because mm-hmm. Burnley is a direct rival to to Newcastle. That's that's always a good thing, and they're rival. weakening Burnley's team. Um, but then you could say Bernie signed Weghorst Weghorst I think, well, I think he's, 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 he's so much better though he's, he's a brilliant striker he, he's, he's been a consistent striker in the Bundesliga it's mad, that the, it's mad that bottom clubs in the Premier League have got that pull so, okay, so I've got the, that's knocking around in the Premier League isn't it I've got the transfers here so we've got um, Bruno Gimarish. Yeah, I think I got that right um, yeah, King likes that one um, we've got Chris Wood mm. from Burnley what we just spoke about Kieran Trippier, Dan Byrne, um, Dan Byrne as well. Yeah, from what Brighton. What a rubbish signing! What Dan Byrne. Oh, you want him? He's all right, you know. Dan Byrne's Dan solid. Byrne. Look how look how well he's done with Brighton at the start of this season already. Yeah, but he's only good at corners, going up for corners. No, but the thing is though, so, that's, that's smart in itself because got Kieran Trippier, 
Did you say he's a left back, isn't he? Huh? Dan Burno, centre back. No centre back. He did play left back for Brighton. Yeah, but but here I'm talking about. So you got Kieran Trippier. Before before all the they made all these signings, they had so many players that were the, like champ, the, the championship quality, the championship level quality, and now they've got um, for me two players that are good in the air. That's it. Brighton, they play that kind of system. I, I don't know how many. And also, I think I think Dan Burns from the Newcastle region. So you think oh. he, he might? He, I think he, I think he's a youth player at Newcastle. So you yeah. think he has more of a point to prove there as well? Well, Dan Burns. Also, the only thing I could well for me for Dan Burns, I think yeah, I can understand. I suppose looking at it now, for going forward for corners and uh, defending corners, he would be a useful asset. We'll put it like this: he's better than what they've got now. Exactly. Before, sorry. I, I say he's probably as good as Lascelles. Lascelles. I think he's their best centre back, let's be honest. Yeah. Well, and yeah. it's not really that hard. Well, the, well, the thing yeah. is, Newcastle's team, team still needs a lot of work. But oh, yeah? Probably, they, they, could, they could have probably done with one more striker because, well, as the time of recording, I think Callum Wilson's still injured, which isn't going to. So they've got Chris Wood, they've got, I think, Dwight Gale's still there. So Maximan can play a bit further up, but he, he, he's enough. very inconsistent, yeah. Yeah. But so, yeah, but like looking at. We've got Kieran Trippier, who's known for being is a great deliverer of a cross. I see he's set right pieces as good as well. Can score and set kick. pieces as well. If you're crossing balls into Chris Wood that does score um lot in the air, and you've got Dan Burn at centre back. No, but looking well, yeah, but looking at looking the past few seasons at Burnley with, with a team that's even more long ball than what Newcastle yeah. will, probably could be. Exactly. He's still been bagging what, well, double a, figures every here's season. A question for you, I'll say, who, what's your three? Who's your three teams to go down then this season? Are we going to that? Just a quick, just a quick, just what, just quick like what? I'm not going to detail. We can maybe talk about it another day. But for me, um, I think Norwich are destined to go down. The things have done really well though recently. They've got a, a few good results. It's just, difficult to predict to be honest because everyone they all seem to be down. Newcastle. Won against Leeds before the break. Norwich obviously won yesterday, uh, but you know they're still you know in and there. It, it's close. I think Burnley for me. Are, well, it depends how uh, they got Cornet and Weggles as they have got a bit. They're of a two front. good players, but I th- I, I'd say now Burn. I, I, I'll quickly go through mine. So Burnley bottom. I think I, I think Burnley are going to be done here. That's three 0 Liverpool now. That's good. Um, Harvey Elliott scored, didn't he? Harvey Elliott first goal for Liverpool. Um, so yeah, I'd say Burnley finish. will finish bottom. Um, Watford, I think, will probably go down as well. Because I know I know Rue Hodgson's just come in, but had a draw yesterday as well. Time recording. Yeah, I think they didn't they play Burnley, didn't they? So mm. do you know, it's just like I, I, what, what other than they don't really have anyone that like, just, like Emmanuel Dennis has done really well, but yeah. other than that, they've got no one really. And then the last one, I think, and Brandon's happy with that goal. Um, I think I I probably agree with you with Norwich. You know, even though they've had some good form recently, I think Norwich I think from just, just about good down from Leeds thing. from Leeds downwards, so fifteenth to twentieth. I think any of those that can go down. I think they've got to be careful because every team the book below them has got. Fine. But I think I think they've got a lot of games, not a lot of games, Benford, but more games in more. hand. They played more Brentford. Leeds. Oh, sorry, yeah, that's true. They're Talking not... about a story as well. No, we'll segue into that because obviously Brentford only made one signing during this window. Christian mm. Eriksen. Which obviously, if obviously, if anyone watched the Euros, obviously he had that cardiac arrest, which was a quite a, a shocking moment. Yeah. It, was, it, was, it was very sad, yeah. But he seems to have, like, he, I think he's been fit with like some sort of pacemaker, like quite like a. It's just playing with it, and also with the intensity of the Premier League. That's how the worry, how yeah. is he gonna um, 
perform. But then also you got a, didn't I, I read up somewhere as well Daily Blink hasn't Daily Blink got one from the East East Play for Man United. And but you got to think that's nothing to the. Dutch league, the, the Dutch league, it, it doesn't have the same intensity as um. No, I know, but like, and if and if for me, obviously I'm I'm really happy for him at the end of the day, and no one deserves to have their career um cut short, short, yeah, due to um health problems. But I feel that if he can't, if if he was deemed to not be fit enough to play in the Italian league, which is known to be a very um slow paced let's say, tactical league, and he's going to the Premier League, which is heavily known for being, um, like, fast-paced. Um, even the lower teams, like, you'll have um, teams like Crystal Palace, like, like, pre- um, like pressing you at times and you have to think really quickly. Can they, can they make a system or put him in the right environment where he's not going to be... Um, at risk yeah at risk because well, at the end of the day, it is his risk and obviously he's going to be risky it's a risk for anyone who, who would go back into football and play with that sort of condition mm. but you'd also got to think like he's, he's had the tests from different heart doctors and all, and all that sort of thing surely the, the, obviously they seem to have given him the old clue or they wouldn't let him out to play but then again, so you've you got, you got to trust them maybe in that way obviously some I, I think you, can, you, you can't really compare it to Fabrice and Wamba because I think he, he was he was clinically dead was, at that time. He was dead. I think it was seventeen minutes. He was but, there for. as I say, but I think that was a, from what I from what I read upon it. it he's Muamba seemed a lot worse than what Eric's had to go through. I'm not. I'm not saying it's. It's. I'm not, not disrespecting that obviously, but it's like he obviously couldn't play on with what he had. But Ericsson has been fitted was with a way to keep him playing, which it it, it could help him. Well, we're not we're not helping. It'll, it'll help him to prolong his career anyway. I just hope that Brentford have put. Put, given an environment where he's not probably not as playing as much, but he can still play, and he's not playing week in week out. Because let's be honest, Christian Eriksen's probably Brentford's biggest signing in the history. Let's that's, be that's what Thomas Frank said in the interview. Yeah. Yeah, he said he, he, he most likely will be the he's the biggest signing ever. Which I mean, it's it, from what it's a six month contract, so it, it's it's a low risk thing. If if he doesn't seem like he's recovered properly, then they'll just let him go, and he'll probably just retire. Yeah. And yeah. Go I, think to coaching. He, I think he is as well. Um, he might say one. He could, um, he could, could carry on, but um, there may be next season. Because I would like to see him back in the. I would like to see him back in the Premier League. Because um, he was a very good player for Tottenham, and his was ability yeah. and his passing ability. I think in his prime, he was. You could say he was compared to some of the not maybe some of the world class uh, centre attacking midfielders but he back, was close because yeah. back when they signed him obviously because they sold him the, the Tottenham brought him in from the Gareth Bale money mm. and like obviously football was a bit of a different story back then as, as and obviously that sort of fee they paid for Ericsson was seemed to be a lot of money but like he helped build that Tottenham squad that got close to challenging for like top honours and if he can get that form back at Brentford even like a, even a little bit of form at Brentford you could argue he's already one of um, Tottenham's Best signings, you could say that. Yeah, you got you got maybe Gareth Bale maybe as the best one in, in that in, in the current Premier League era anyway. But obviously, like you know, further back it might be a different story. But mm. you know, I mean, obviously football's changed a lot since then. Mm. Well, just like we're obviously going to talk about that a bit more, and we we'll probably talk about that that next. But as King said, what 
just a quick one. Who do you think is going to get relegated at the end of the season? Like I said, I said Burnley, Watford, and Norwich. I think I'll go down. Okay, there. Kingy. Uh, Burnley. Burnley. Let <laughs> have a quick look at the phone to see what. Uh, I, I, I want to say the same thing. I want to mix it up, but I'm, I'm, I'm pretty convinced. Oh, I have still got a Lampard now. I don't know. So I think this should be fine. Um, I, I'm gonna Let me think. I'll, I'll, I'll go Burnley. Case. I'm gonna go Burnley, Newcastle, oh. and Norwich. I'm gonna just switch it up. Do you think Newcastle finish second bottom then? No, I, mean, I, Newcastle, I think Newcastle might just miss out. I, I, I do think they might step, but I think I just want to challenge it about. So I, I think I'll, I'll, I'll say Newcastle. Should be different. What, yeah. Hodgson's a good manager as well for them. What for that level to finish it off? Burnley. Okay. Watford. Okay. I think Leeds are going down. What? No, don't be silly. Leeds are fine. Leeds would be fine because they've got a player like Rafinha in there. Jack Harrison got an actual against West Ham. I think Leeds are going down. No, nah, Leeds will be fine. I I've, I've said this and I've said it, I'll say it again. I, I do not think Le- Leeds Football Club, Leeds United, <laughs> are good enough um, for the Premier League. They've got, for me, they've got, for me, they've got two players that are Premier League quality. Rafinha. Rafinha and Phillips. Which, which, who? Um, Dan, which, Dan, <laughs> which, Dan Jones. Which, for me, we've got Rafini who's, who's linked with Bayern Munich and will probably leave in the summer. I want to be yeah. surprised someone like Munich, Bayern Jack Munich Harrison. or his championship quality at best. And um, and you've got um, Calvin Phillips. He was literally linked with um, West Ham. United Rod- and West Ham. Rodrigo, Patrick Bamford. Championship quality, I'm sorry, King. Bamford's a good striker. He's in the yeah. England team. He's been, he's been team. really injured, apparently. He's been really He's been in the England he's been, team. He's barely played this season. Yeah. Loads of players been Patrick in the England team. Well, but well, Celia is not a bad keeper. He's one for the future, and I think it's hard for goalkeepers because I think he's like 22, 23. And which is yeah. really young for a goalkeeper, and I think to be honest, when he when he hits for me, and also may not have been linked with him um, for, um, to replace De Gea. You can see a lot of goals, the, there, but the thing is, he's twenty, he's twenty two. Let's let's say let's say he's probably twenty two. So his defense is poor, though, isn't it? One, his defense is poor, and two, um, to be at, in the Premier League, starting for like a club like Leeds, because let's be honest, even though I say he's going to get relegated. They might get relegated. There are a big club in name and stature. Oh yeah, he's playing for a big club with with a massive fan base um, globally because Leeds are, they're are passionate, massive. They've got passionate fans in Leeds, um, especially in the back in the league, Premier League. And if he's playing, if he's starting for a team like that at, at such a young age, you see like De Gea, the age um, he was when he went to United. Yes, he started off a bit shaky, but when he hits like 28, 29 it'll be for me. It'll be, um, Francis starting goalkeeper, yeah, and yeah. he will be playing for like a top club in Europe. I, I can only say. Well, that. just just quickly before we move on, you say that obviously like they've got Leeds have got two Premier League quality players, mm. but Norwich. What does Norwich have? Is That's it, why they're going down. No, but no, but you said you said Leeds. You, you predicted Leeds have finished bottom compared to Norwich. Like you said, you swapped them out. I think with Norwich, I think um, Dean Smith. Hear me out here. Is better Premier League quality I get at keeping a team up than Bielsa. Bielsa's already had that as he's been managing more near the, near the top of the league. He's, he's and I think with Bielsa, he's been Bielsa's there. one of those managers um, that have a, a style of play, and he doesn't for me for me he doesn't have a plan B. Yeah, 
I think when when you're in relegation um, fight, you need to be if something doesn't work, you should be able to like switch up. And I think someone like Dean Smith is more likely. Again, it's going to be close. I'm not saying it's going to be like a massive points difference. I can highly see it may be going down to goal difference. Um, Possibly, yeah. Goal difference. But I think a team like Norwich with Dean Smith, I think that he's more likely to know how to um, um, sort of survive, like, survive in a relegation Successful for survival, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. That's fine. I'm going to move on from that then. Yeah. So, like, um, moving on. I think a massive conversation we've had, and to be honest, I think a lot of football fans have had, is the, the, the debate topic is football um, better now compared to how it was um, like back in the day? Like for context, obviously, we, we, all three of us were born in the late nineties, so mm. nineteen ninety eight. I think we're all. Oh no, you were ninety nine. Ninety nine. Yeah, you were the January, weren't you? So yeah, it's it's a weird one because obviously football has changed a lot since since the start of the Premier League. I mean, obviously the start of the Premier League, it was. Football was just coming out of the era of like the first division and into like a new breakaway league. I think they called it as the Premier League. It was a big money making thing, so yeah. big clubs could get loads of money. And football has a tact- tactically changed a lot from there. Like, in my opinion, it changed from a team with a few individuals who could win games and the rest just just kind of did little jobs in between to now where it's I'd say. The, the top clubs like say Liverpool our class Liverpool's a top club the way we've been City as well as, as that with their way that they dominate the league this year they have they don't have one individual star man they have a load of players who can do different roles in their in their teams that can that basically lead to the success that they've had in the last couple of years so I'll probably ask King this question I'll, I'll, I'll put it to both of you when when would you say the Premier League switch from going to when you said, which I, I semi disagree with you, but I see what you're saying. Um, from going from a league where, as you said, a, like a team of that like one individual to having a loads of different players that work in um, as one in a system. When would you say what year? That, what yeah, season? what year? Uh, what season that changed was? I think obviously when it. First coming in 1992 three, um, there wasn't much change straight away. I think you took about so I think you're probably looking at maybe the tactical game of it change. I suppose so when you you got more, for example, like managers coming from overseas, maybe yeah, because obviously they were a bit more like adapted their tactic tactics from other leagues to bring it to the Premier League. For mm. example, when Ranieri came to Chelsea, Mourinho. Mm. I'll just say more. I'll just go on. I'll just say more with Arsene Wenger when Arsene he first Wenger. came in. He was the first proper manager. I know he's the first like overseas manager, but I think he's... I might be wrong. But like 2000s. 2000s? Early 2000s. I think... I think... When you look at Arsene Wenger, he... He was one of the breed of managers. And for me, I think when you go back to the debate, is football better um, now compared to before? I want you to hear what I'm saying here. Hmm, Okay. Yes, we've got better managers in the Premier League now. So the likes of um, um, Pep. 
Klopp, Klopp Tuchel. Um, Tuchel and like Conte. Um, and we've had managers in the past. Mourinho, even though more recently he's, he's not been um, as effective as he was back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Ancelotti. Yeah. We've had all these managers come into the Premier League and bring in all these different styles of play. But the thing is, I think, one, the role of a manager is now extinct in the Premier League. You don't have managers in, in the Premier League anymore. And I think okay. now, the reason why I'd say managers, I'd say players are better now because players are now athletes. Before, they were football players. Now, players are athletes. You see yeah. like the likes of um, Cristiano Ronaldo, who's... 30, now it's 37 and he's starting in the Premier League and still um, still scoring goals in the Premier League well that's, so another, whole, talk, that's another whole debate in itself you talk about the anyway. effectiveness but and that'll be another conversation for another day but um, players like that he, he even James Milner for Liverpool the fact that he's how old is James Milner 35 30, he, he's, I think he's about the same as Ronaldo yeah, so, you know, he's, he's, he's getting on a bit now. and he's still playing for, for a team at Liverpool with their style of play players are athletes now but yeah. managers and this is why I'd say managers were slight um, the top managers were better back then when you look at the likes of Fergie and Wenger that's why I disagree when people say oh Guardiola's better than um, um, is better than Fergie and Wenger Fergie and Wenger, they were doing all the jobs in football that you see now. So back in the day, you wouldn't have had a director of football. You wouldn't have had a technical coach. You wouldn't um, um you wouldn't have all these different roles that in a football club that all the top football clubs have. Fergie and Wenger, there was a director of football. There was they had more they had more plates spinning. For me, that sort of make a better manager if they have, that they can do. As one person, they can do the one job that um, manage head coaches do now. Head coaches are now only um, employed most of the time. It is, there are some um, other considerations, but head coaches are, are there to coach the players. But they'll have a director of football, a technical coach. Even Liverpool, Liverpool have got a set piece coach. I, but, see, I know what you mean. I, I think now there's not just a manager. I mean, there was coaches back in the day, but not as many. Yeah. Now, but now you've got, for example, you've got like a performance coach, an analyst coach. You've got like a set piece, defensive, goalkeeper. You've got so many different coaches. But then again, obviously, the manager then will tell them what to do and what 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 he expects, or he want to know what's going on. Not all the time. No. Um, no. I'd, I'd say at some clubs, like I, I, in my opinion, the way Klopp acts. On the field, from what I've seen of like, say, when he takes training for Liverpool, he, he he's very hands-on with everything involved. Like, it is. I'm not saying he's obviously to the level of what, say, Fergie and Wenger were, because obviously it was a different time. But I still think Klopp has more of a hands-on approach than what, say, other managers in the Premier League might have. Like, I'm trying to I'm, say, for example, it's like a Guardiola. He's he's probably not as hands-on compared because he has all, all this stuff around him, he has all, the, all these, um, all these different sorts of like, these um, different sorts of people to help him out in that way. But I think Klopp does a lot of that on his own. With Well, he, he obviously has staff as well, but it's more the Klopp show, I think, in that regard. Obviously, what we know, we there's not we don't know everything because we're not there in training and yeah. we don't know what, what coaches are more hands-on taking training sessions and which aren't. 
I know Radnick at um, Man United, I think he's more of a hands-off kind of manager. Um, and Ancelotti was known, I think, when he was... Yeah. Uh, he's he's you know what? infamous for that, I think. Fergie was. Fergie was very hands-off. Um, he let his assistant coach his, um, um, take control of um, the training sessions. Yeah. And that's why he switched his, um, his assistant um, managers um, a lot to just yeah, have a different yeah. style. Like, So... I think in that sense. What's Pep Lingers? Pep, for Liverpool, he's he's like he's the assistant manager, isn't he? He's like. Is that his name? Pep, not Pep. Is it? Pep Linders, yeah. Pep Linders. What 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 is he just? Oh, is just is he like a coach though? He like yeah he 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 helps Klopp with team training and things like that, and he he, he kind of like. Reports back to how people have been. He guide, yeah he, he guides Klopp and what he like, Klopp is more hands on, but like he, he might catch things out that say Klopp might have missed mm-hmm. some like, like certain players' performance or like some of you. Way that, that they're starting to play, and he's like, "Oh, look, a young player maybe he's seen that you can recommend to him." But really, what is what you just your assistant manager should be there for? Your assistant manager should be there to, um, they might have seen something that you might have missed because you can't see everything as as a person. How are you going to know? Um, like you might be focused on one player, like let for Liverpool, for example. Yeah. Um, Klopp might be might be having his eye on, like Salah. Van Dijk, Fabinho, Mane. We might miss out on people like like Jota, for example. If if he might be doing something in training, like you signed Diaz, he might have. He, Klopp might have his eyes on Diaz because he's, he's, he's a new signing. But he might forget about someone else. He might have, he might slowly forget about Canate and how he's doing. It's now as linking to what I said before. The load as a manager has now been spread out drastically to different roles um, in a football club um, yeah things have been like spread out a lot now and that's why I think especially I think managers are a lot better back in the day than um, not now. I wouldn't say necessarily I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I, I know what you're saying but I, I, I wouldn't discount what some managers have achieved me, in the modern day. Me saying, me saying that they're better doesn't mean me, he's not, me not saying that managers now are terrible because we've got in the Premier League, especially in the Premier League, we've got some of the, the, the best lineup of managers. Actually, no, we've got yeah, the best managers in in the world at the moment, and um, we've we've even got managers now there's linked. Good, there's upcoming up, up good managers in other leagues. You've got Nagelsmann from Bayern. You've got like... I think he's dead. Uh, for me, someone like Nagelsmann is... Like, that's, uh, I can see him going to someone like Man City, for example. Once Guardiola leaves... Or Tenor. Tenor's good. I mean, obviously, I would like for him me the ne- for Man United at the end of the season. But that's, for uh, me, the next... Maybe the next managers um, that will come to City will be... The top ones like Nagelsmann or Nagelsmann and Ten Hag, if he doesn't go to United, I think Graham, I think Graham Potter's underrated as well. I know, I know, I know. I don't think he's underrated anymore. That's my problem. I, I think he, he is rated. I'm just really interested to see how he does with money, with money, money. Can he? And will? Yeah. And I think as we've seen now, especially with Man United. When you've got a load of big name players and you've and you, and you get a manager come in that have, maybe hasn't um, won a lot in football, well, Potter hasn't won anything 
in football. Potch, yeah. Potch, 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 no, Potch, Potter. Potch. No, Potter. No, Graham Potter. Oh, Graham Potter. Yeah, Potter. he hasn't won anything in football. Um, <laughs> you have a, you have a, you have a, you'd have your face like, who, of, like, imagine, imagine Graham Potter, like, uh, being Man United manager. And you got Cristiano Ronaldo looking at him like, who is this guy that got off the street? I, I understand that, but that's that. You know, that's a bit disrespectful because Ronaldo, yeah, Ronaldo's won all these trophies. I, I know it's disrespectful. That. That's how that's that's how, that's how it is in, in professional that's, football. That's another problem as well. That sort of ego in football. That that I think that's starting to change because yes, Ronaldo. I'm not going on to Ronaldo here now. It's a bit of a tangent. Would you say players have got more of an influence than managers now? Yeah, I definitely. Oh, that's a topic. Yeah. Now. That's there is, is definitely like, okay, so we'll call Ronaldo because you, you, you compared obviously if Grand Potter came to United, Ronaldo got who, who the hell's this guy? Mm. But like, he he has done his his homework on coaching. He he, he knows what how, how to coach a football team. He's done in the okay, not to obviously a successful standard. And yes, Ronaldo's been in successful teams with successful managers, but it's just disrespectful in a way. I know it is disrespectful, but I'm not saying he wouldn't grow. To the fact that to realise he's a good coach, but I'm talking about first training session. Graham Potter walks in, um, in at Man United, and like the players are looking at him, and he's teaching them his coaching techniques. It's going to take him longer because he hasn't. Because uh, at the end, like you need to earn respect with, with your players. Yeah, but everyone's going to be in that position when they start out. Anyway. It's like in any. Job. No, but if if. For example, you you're comparing if Potter came into United, and then you're comparing it to. There's not really a lot of um like top managers who have won won a lot. Um, Brendan Rodgers. Well, he's won the FA Cup. That's it. And he won a trophy. I I I don't think Brendan Rodgers is a good manager. Personally. I. He's, 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 he's starting to know like. I don't. I've never. I've never really rated yeah, Brendan Rodgers. People trying to find out it was with a one trick pony. I, I think, know man. exactly why Leicester struggling this season. Why? It's because they have a very poor defence without Fafana at the back. And Schmeichel's had a poor season as well. You know they've got no. They've got no Fafana. James yeah. Justin's been injured all season. Yeah. And also, who, Ethan, um, I would disrespect Brendan Rodgers too much. He could be a manager next season. He's not. You know what? You know what? So funny. I, I'll say this on the podcast: Brendan Rodgers will not be the Man United manager next season. No, but the thing is, he'll fancy it though. That's I know he would. I know he would. He go, oh, like Man United are interested in the ass Doesn't sound very Irish, but it sounds very Scottish. Not going to actually. Yeah, but it, 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 I can imagine him just go like, "Oh, Man United are in for me here." Oh, you know, I'm, I'm, and I was a former Liverpool manager. But I'm gonna take this. I I'm do not want any former Liverpool Liverpool manager near my club. I'm saying this now, what, like, what and he won't be. I fully, re- I fully believe it's agent driven, and he wants the United job, but I don't think we want him. I'm saying that now. Oh, I, I, I love it. I love it. It's, love it's, it's, it's not happening. I'm sorry. He's a professional bottle job. Yeah. How can how can you yeah what? be? He's a bottle job. <laughs> shot by he bottles bottle it under pressure. He does, yeah. He won the FA Cup. Okay. Against Chelsea. And? He didn't bottle it then, now, did he? And this is no, one thing. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, agree- I'm agreeing with you, because look at the last the two seasons where he's changed for top four. He missed out both times. There's he's, 30, in, he's in a there's, position of advantage as well. There's 38 games in the Premier League, as we all know. How can a manager, yeah, who's been in top four for, let's say... For thirty six games, been in the top four, not getting and it. then 
I, and then they're not get top four at the end of the season. I mean, perhaps it was close, and you've got to remember that the teams at Leicester. Kingy, had. we we managed to <laughs> to um, fulfil. What was it? Uh, Eleven point difference. Twelve or something like that. 12. Even more. We, so. should, we should have clawed it back um, when we were having that last season. We were having a sh- it was a shocking season we had last year. We somehow got third. And yeah, Leicester, that Leicester was so final. comfortable, comfortably like in top four for that long, and they just dropped it after a while because Rogers can't like. He's he's a very confident man, and he he, he I think he loves the, loves the sound of his own. He's been like David Brent if, you, if people have ever watched him. Even now, he does the tenth. Yeah, that's because I got that defenders this season. I'm sorry you, if you if you if you had Sean Chew and Johnny Evans at the back, you'd be tearing your hair out. Sean Chew's not even that he bad. Is, he's Johnny Evans is Sean Chew. Now he's League One level, and you got about yo mocking. Kingy, shut up, mate. Sean Chew is rubbish. He's not good enough. He's not League One standards. League One, yes, League One. We went to a League One game yesterday. You think Sean Chew's playing Shrewsbury? No, he bangs Landau. He's probably better. Oh my God! No, I'm not saying that. Sean welcome back to the Bench Podcast. Have a donkey in the back. He ain't no good. And Johnny this, Evans, this is the, Johnny this is the Evans opinions is like, you get. Every Johnny week. Evans up the Eiffel Tower. On you know, once upon a time, certainly was linked for City. City. Well, because he had probably some decent games. He had a, a Premier League centre half next to him. He's not League One standard. You idiot. I know. Well, oh he, obviously, God. when Maguire was at Leicester, Maguire was. He wasn't. Right. No, they signed Sonnenkiel when Maguire left. All right. Okay. He was well, the replacement for him. Yeah. yeah. He's been no good. He's been useless this season. No, he's not. Kiggy, but he can't pin. He's... He can't pin the blame on their, their poor form on one defender. No, his first Johnny season. No well. His first season, he was brilliant for Leicester. He wasn't. Yes, he was. The signing Yannick Vestergaard as well this season. Why? Why isn't he playing? He's a good defender. Absolutely. He, he's better than both of them. Yannick Vestergaard's a good defender. When he first came to Southampton, he was poor. But the first, last two seasons at Southampton, you know, he, had, he was good in the air. He, his passing ability is good. So I've seen him playing. I thought he doesn't look a bad defender. And also, he's better than Sonchi. He's better than Evans. And also, to be fair, Fofana did break his leg. Like that. Like, yeah, we, 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 found, we found out last season when Virgil Van Dijk was injured. Yeah, we found out how much that could affect the team. If they had played Vestergaard, for me, if they had played, they have James Justin. Or Ricardo, it's Ricardo Pereira at Leicester, is, isn't it? Yeah. Pereira's a good right back, but he's injured. They get Pereira or James Justin. You've got Fofana, Vestergaard, and Luke Thomas. That is a good back four. And if that back four was playing week in, week out. Leicester would be where, I don't know, Spurs or Wolves are, they'd be in the top four ones. I, I just can't believe you just said uh, so on Tuesday and League One stuff. Oh, that's, just, that's just watch, shot me off. Watch a game, Leicester game, me, watch our defence. He's been useless this season. I don't. Useless. I, I think Leicester and. For me, Leicester, I think. There's a, there's a there's a possibility. I'm not saying he's going to sign for United, but it's a possibility Brendan, Brendan Rodgers leaves. you got like some. Damn, um, um, Madison being linked to um, teams like Arsenal, but I don't think it's very unlikely. Now. He won't, he won't leave Leicester. Um, um, Tielemans is now is, is confirmed that he's leaving this summer. He said he wants to leave. Is, have you, has that actually been confirmed? Is it? He said he wants to leave in the summer. I know the likes of. I know. I'm in Liverpool. You are looking at him. United are, are definitely looking at him. I go for um, Liverpool, but I think that's more if, if Pog believes. Um, City link with him. I don't know about Liverpool. I haven't heard anything about Liverpool. I've not heard much about it, but I, I, me personally, I think he's brilliant. But ah, uh, for me, Ben Henderson, but whatever. Don't shut up. Um, it's two different midfielders, but anyway. What? I feel very similar. No, they're not. Henderson's more of a holding midfielder. Two plays further forward. For me, no. He's more, he's more like a Thiago kind of player. Than okay, no. Really? See what I mean. Um, Tillemans is better. Is 
the same as as Henderson was, if you know what I mean. Henderson was never an attacking midfielder. No, he's more of a box to box midfielder. Box to box or holding. He's not been attacking. He's, so you're saying he's the same type of midfielder as Fabinho? He's not far. He's a holding midfielder as well. Yeah, exactly. So you'd say Henderson's the same type of midfielder no, as Fabinho? No, but you've got in that. Okay, so if you look at Liverpool, if you look in our Liverpool midfield, you've got Fabinho's the holding midfielder. Henderson mm-hmm. who can do kind of both. Holding and box box to box, and then you've got the attack, the, foot, the attack, one who can play further forward. You got Elliot, Tiago, maybe Ox can play there, Cater as well. Yeah, so that's that's you put that is Paul. You put Tiago as the attacking what? midfielder. San Henderson's a box to box. He is oh, a box to box midfielder. No, no, he is, no, he is. But like, he, he's more of a hot. He, he plays attacking. deeper. He can't play deeper. I've never seen him attacking midfield. Tiago's is Tiago's is a box to box midfielder. He's not attacking midfielder. He can't even play further forward. Yeah, but no. So I think, and that, and that, this also links to how football has changed. Um, brilliant segue from Ethan Connison. But um, positions have highly changed now. People's people's view on football and positions is so old fashioned. Is so old fashioned. You can have a box to box midfielder. Like I see it with Man United all the time. People see. Um, us playing a, a 4-2-3-1 and we're playing Fred and McTominay and we're like, oh, why are we playing two defensive midfielders? No, they're not two defensive midfielders. Yeah, um, yeah we know they're not. That's, yeah. that's the problem. They can't defend. That's another conversation in itself, <laughs> yeah. Welcome back to the Bench Podcast. We've got a lot, loads of topics that we haven't talked about in nine months and yes, we're going to be talking about them. Oh, we, but, love, um, we love McFred, don't we? So, when you, when you have... When you, not today, you don't have time to talk about Man United. And we're back. So, as I was saying, I think, I think we're talking about um, player roles at the time. So, I think with player roles in football and how it's changed, I think people's view on player roles is, or people see football as, as pe- how people see like games like FIFA and um, football manager. If you have a player in one position, they're a defensive midfielder. But really, football now, which I'm glad it is, football now is very fluid in, um, in yeah. systems. You'll have a, you'll have, Inverted um, wing back like we've got um, Jao Cancelo at Man City. Yeah. If if you have that thought, you'd think, oh, he's a left back or he's a right back. But no, at times he almost plays as um as like a midfielder for City. So football now is very fluid, um, in positions. You have a player that may start. You might have a team, um, that start off with a four two three one. Without that, will go, um, that will, that formation in game or in or out of possession will turn into let's say a three a three four three for example. Yeah. So football now is so much more fluid, and everything. Though doing anything to add on that point as well. I feel there's more of like a there isn't more emphasis on say fullbacks as well in the last couple of years. Very much so. Comparatively to say back in the day, because obviously. In the like in the early stages of like of the Premier League year, for example, because obviously that, that's that's when we know when we've watched our football. Fullbacks were known just to be part of the back four, and they just sit back and defend with that yeah. with their with their centre backs basically. But I now think... it seems like as a, as a new generation coming through, the likes of Trent, Rhys James. Uh, I'm trying to think of any other ones, but okay, those two in particular because they, they stand out the most. 
They seem to have more of a, an option to bowl them forward, put crosses into the box for their strikers, and maybe like they do. They, they, I think they are both good at defending as well, but it's it, it's obviously it's almost a secondary task in a way because yeah. they're more focused on getting the ball forward to the attacking players, and then they have players like say, I don't know, maybe like a Jorginho or like a Henderson or Fabinho to come back and sit back and defend. I think the, at the root of it, I think head coaches expect. Now we're seeing every position on the pitch to be able to play football on the ground. Yeah, to the fact that yeah. I mean that they're having goalkeepers that having to have be um, be good with their feet now. Oh, go, yeah, goalkeepers as well. That that's changed. Goalkeepers go the evolution of the goalkeepers changed drastically. It's like, like Manuel Neuer kind of brought that in because he was the first. He, he, obviously, I know sweeper keepers existed before then, but he brought it into. The main, I say the main, bought. I wouldn't say bought it in, but he put it into the mainstream. Yeah, of what we yeah. know as football. Like he, he was the one to sweep the ball up from as, as a striker was coming in on goal. He'd then quickly lay off to a, a wide like, fullback who carried the, the play forward basically. But I think uh, Lev Yashin started it personally back in the day. I think I think Yashin was more of a shot stopper to be quite honest. I wouldn't know, but um, he, was, yeah, he, was he used to wear a cap when he played football. <laughs> yes, he did. He's well before our time, but well before our time. Fifty six is, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, I mean, you've got, obviously got that from FIFA, on you? Because he, he's, he's on FIFA. But... Yeah, he, he, but I did know about him before FIFA. But obviously, okay. well, um, yeah. But uh, like, it's now. Yeah, obviously, keepers have become like now. Most keepers adopt like a sweeper keeper role. I think sorry. I think we'll probably finish it off now. So I'm talking for low down the league because it's a bit more shot stopping. Yeah, but you're looking at the the top high end of football because we're oh, talking yeah. about the Premier League, aren't we? No, if you look at the Premier League, like let's look. Alisson, Alisson, Edison are, are, are that that sort of sweeper okay, keeper. You got the Hayes. The Hayes is he more of a shot, shot stopper? Yeah. Stop yeah. And then you've got what Aaron Ramsdale at Arsenal. What's he Mend- like? He's Mend- he's a sweeper yeah. keeper. He's Mend- very good. Mendy's a sweeper. I would argue. Well, he's got the height of a shot stopper. Mendy does. Uh, I would argue him. I I think ball playing wise, um, Aaron Ramsdale's the best in the Premier League. What? Are you sure about that? What are you yeah. on about? Are you sure about that? His his know. his passing. I think his passing um, accuracy, long passing accuracy, is. No, he's not Edison. Edison's no, better on the ball, I think, for passing. He's better at passing, but I mean, distrib- distributing accurately. I think Aaron Ramsdale's the best in the Premier League. I hate to say, but I'd say Edison's probably the best. Allison's, I'd say, but as a better as a shot stopper, goalkeeper, but like Edison's probably think, the best so. Edison's better for setting up. I think if if Aaron Ramsdale um, was at a bigger club, I think you'd see it a lot more. That's a shot at well, Arsenal fans. There. So, sorry, I'm sorry, Arsenal fans. Arsenal are technically a big club. They are big clubs. They're not. They're not what they used to be. Kicking. Yeah, but they're still. They're still one of the biggest clubs in the UK. By name. Arsenal Football Club are not a big club. They were what we they, are having. They were what Liverpool are now. I mean, I mean, they were Liverpool were before. We so. are entering a generation that Arsenal football that pe- pe- kids are growing up now, seeing Arsenal as a Europa League club. Arsenal they're are challenge for top four. They're not even a club that challenge for top four anymore. Well, they are well, this season, but like, say, for, they're, they're like they're, they're challenged against the top four, but they don't make. Do you not? Do you not? They're happy. Do you not? Arsenal fans happy about now finishing above Man United and Spurs? Let's be honest. They have a manager yeah. that the the fact that I know Man United are a bigger club than Arsenal is the fact that at the start of the season we we finished second and we're talking about challenging for the we're always talking about challenging for the title. Arsenal fans are talking about 
being with Spurs and being with Man United. And back into the top four. And back into the top four. The fact that um, Mikel Arteta has slept that job um, as an Arsenal Arsenal coach, so the only one to be in top four or want to be in Europe, let's be honest. Then then that comes down to ownership. No, but so for me. Because the Cronkies don't give a damn. Yeah. The fact that they, um, they care more—I'll tell you—the Glazers care more about United than the, the Cronkies. No, do. they don't. I think they do. Oh my gosh, you're so wrong there, mate. The Glazers. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying the bad. I'm not saying the, the good owners. No, the Glazers do not. The Glazers do not care about United the slightest. I'm saying that. They're more of a care than the Cronkies do. Surely they do not, Bennett. Why would they, why would they go out and get Ronaldo then? Huh? Because of name. Money in their pockets. That's what they care about. And Pogba, though, you got Pogba as well. Money in the their pockets. Yes, but that. But, but spending money means nothing, and I think Man United is a massive example of it. We spent money on crap. We spent money on, on, um, just for in the season, have no future preparation in it. That's what that's what the Glazers do. They they sign. You can say all oh, we sign Ronaldo, but let's be honest. I know I know why Man United should have signed Ronaldo, but for the Glazers, the only reason they're all for signing Cristiano Ronaldo is because they can put tweets on um. About Ronaldo doing super old traffic. That was hilarious. That I saw one tweet. I, I think someone retweeted it on on, on Man United account. I think it was, it, was, it was a couple of months back. But I think United just lost the game. I think the day talk before, about Ronaldo. How many times do you do sue in a day? And then like that. That's that's the, that their engagement of the, of the tweet. And it's like, well, hang on. You Man United. Why are you sending tweets out like that when you should be focusing it's on pre- performance? I'd hate to be the admin of Man United. I'd love it because you get but you get paid so much money to just write absolute rubbish. It's just it's, I'm I'm sorry. I'm I'm sick of it. And again, we're probably going to talk about it another time. But I, we talk it, about how how well run Liverpool are. Yeah, that's nice, I, I, you know I think that's a really good topic um, conversation because I think probably to finish it off. I think it's a bit clouded of um, it's a bit clouded why fans think. Um, Their clubs run better than others. Maybe. No, it's clouded by um, people think that like so Liverpool, Chelsea, and City are winning at the moment. People people suggest that it's it's all on the manager, but I think the it's reason all, why it's all on the manager, but copies. Uh, I'm talking from it's the, a massive factor. Copies yes. is a very big reason why. I think part of it is, as well decisions. is how these clubs are run, and I'd really love to be. I, I think we should talk about it. Um, Next time on yeah, next how the top one, clubs yeah. have run as as um, a football club, but yeah, that's a good return to form. I think. Yeah, I think I we think talked about a lot about a lot of stuff there. Kingy, yeah. Kingy said something stupid as he normally does. Why well, is there anything to what? Because I think so. Sancho's a League One no, defender. A League One defender. No, I can't get over it, everyone, and I'm I'm shocked. Uh, I don't know. Would you have in Liverpool? Would you would you get in Liverpool straight away? <laughs> in fairness, I'm not even gonna lie. Sancho and Van Dyke at the back. I don't think you need him now because he's got um, Canate. Canate and Matic, Matic's still well. And Matic, Ma- I think Matic's still well. Canate and Matic, 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 Matic miles better than Sancho. I think I, I, I think I think Sancho is, and also he's actually, I think he's actually pretty young as well. He stopped for United. No, he bloody wouldn't. Yes, he would. He no, he would, he would not. I would never. I'd rather have Phil Jones in him. No, you. Yes, I'm Okay, right. so this is from the man who absolutely slagged off Phil Jones. I mean, this obviously is outside of the podcast time, but this is a man who slagged Phil Jones off for yeah, years upon years. His performances at Man before he. Certainly, Kieran Maguire. Well, Maguire. I was not thinking of that as well. Maguire? Yeah, absolutely. Really? You know what? Lads, lads. What, Lads, no, I'm sorry. 
Shut up. No, it's true. Okay. Son cheese rubbish. Kingy, say goodbye. Son cheese poor. Bye. <laughs> Hope everyone enjoyed the podcast. And I'll stick it to the board. Watch games of Sun Chew. YouTube highlights. He's rubbish. Well, it's, it's that, makes, that physically makes no sense. Because it if it's YouTube highlights, that's the best things they've done. <laughs> no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Because yes, it does, Kingy. It no, it <laughs> it's a, it's a highlight. No, it doesn't. They're high points Kingy. in the yeah, game. highlights of a game so you can make a mistake and someone scores. So why would they show the, the, the bad parts of the game in highlights? They will, because if you make a mistake for a goal, then it goes in, doesn't it? Why would they show that though the highlight for? You're an idiot! I'm not, because it's. I'm sorry. Okay, so if the opposition team scores, yeah? Opposition team scores, and then they go so one of their players goes past him, but poor defending, it shows poor defending from him, doesn't it? You were talking about his highlights, not the team's highlights. Yeah, Opposition team's highlights. Yeah, well, you know what? Good God. You know what? I hope you missed all this, everyone, because I, I certainly have. But so thank, you, thank you for watching, everyone. I'm hope, I hope you enjoy the podcast, and we'll see you next time. And also, because this is on audio platforms, please, you know, share the podcast out on Spotify. different... On, on, like, Spotify and everything. Facebook, so, yeah. Twitter, all, all, all your general social media stuff. I mean, we, we, we try, we've got to try to find a regular time to record as well. Doing a yeah, podcast yeah. with two idiots, we can sort choose. Kingy, we're trying to talk to the viewers here about how, where they can get the podcast from. So, we want to try and get a, a fi- I guess we want to try and get a fixed schedule to when we upload this, because we're yeah. both quite busy, I know. So, we're trying to, like, find the right times to do it. and We will, yeah. we will do. We'll find... We'll, we'll sort it in the end. And also, I mean, with the podcast now, I'm sick of doing all these clickbaity topics, like, who's better without or best? I'm sick of that. I want to talk about hard-hitting um, topics. No, we could do with what he's just said with the song, too. League One Defender. Exc- no, <laughs> I can't bother with titles and everything. If, if but anyway, yeah. People will listen if, if they want to listen. I just want to talk about football. You better listen, everyone. Put in the comments, do you agree with me? There's no comments no on comments. Spotify. <laughs> Spotify. Or do it on Facebook. It, it, we'll link the video on Facebook. Ringy, you can up and say, I agree with Kingy. Okay, so. And it's a goodbye from me. Thanks for watching. Thanks for, well, thanks for listening. For listening. Peace.